Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Oh my, now I'm here at last The best time, always gonna be the best Hey, looky here, it's the Pat and JT Podcast Pat and JT Podcast Pat and JT Podcast. It's Pat and JT on Twitter, Instagram, and um, also on Facebook. I want to thank you guys for all the messages and comments and yes. voicemails, of course, 402-403-9478 on our previous episode. Um, it's, um, yeah, your messages have been awesome. Your posts have been great. And just, or any of the episodes also. And this really? is this is a part two, just so you know. And you can listen to it, standalone if you'd like to. Um, but you want to get the whole story. Uh, Kip Otter and uh, Carrie Messenger with Boots on the Grounds. Boots on the Ground Meals is where you'll find them on Facebook. And talking about their story and how they got together, how they started doing what they, they were doing for all the flood victims around the Waterloo area primarily. And where they're going to go from here, I'm just kind of curious, it went from meeting each other and cooking a few meals in a kitchen to going out on the road. And so now, how did you get out on the road and what happened? As the story goes, you know, kind of how Carrie, how I even found the Christian Church of Waterloo, a friend of mine um, right after high school, he had taken his own life and his his father had just recently, I've always kind of tried to keep in contact with his family. Nice. Um, they're just good people. And um, his father had recently joined social media and, and he's a very, uh, he's a man of faith and he really wanted to help. And, um, you know, I mean, obviously he's older than me, but similar situation, he's got a bad back and everything. And he was trying to do anything that he could to help out with, you know, mm-hmm. with what was going on. And he had went to the Christian Church of Waterloo and taken some pictures. And I was just kind of like, oh, wow, you know, and that's right there in my backyard. And, and then I looked on their Facebook yeah. page and, and Carrie here had done some Facebook live videos and I heard what she was doing. And um, I was like, ding, I'm I'm a, I'm a cook. I mean, it is what it, you know, exactly. I, not necessarily by choice, but by trade, because when people call in sick, one thing I learned quickly at Jack and Mary's, you better learn how to do everything. <laughs> um, so and then, you know, there was a time for a couple of years where I ran the kitchen and did the scheduling, ordered the food and knew how to make everything. So I have experience of making lots of food for lots of people and as efficiently as I possibly can. So I, I had seen that there was a calling there for me that mm-hmm. I could maybe help somebody. So, um, you know, as Carrie had said, I brought up, I, I just, I walked in, I called um, my kitchen manager and I told her, I'm like, hey, I, I want at least five gallons of chicken noodle soup. Let's start there. Maybe we'll go 10, but let's start with five. So I went down to Jack and Mary's and uh, <laughs> picked up the chicken noodle soup, took it in there and I walk in and she looks at me like, <laughs> Who are you? I'm like, I have five gallons of chicken noodle soup. I'm here to help. My hero. I'm the chicken noodle soup fairy. <laughs> right, it's like, exactly. Right, right. Yeah. Be, uh, I mean, she didn't even right. hesitate yeah. either. She popped that thing open and she put it right into a, a you know. A warmer. Yeah. It was on the line. Yeah, right. it was, <laughs> serve it out. I, I saw a little bit of relief in her eyes and I'm like, all right, I'm in the right place. I, I have, yeah. I, there's something I can do to help my community. Again, it's just, just what I wanted to do. I want to, I want to help people. So. Um, and I told her, I'm like, Hey, you know, I can, I want to help you out here. Like I can make a lot of food real quick. And, um, so we were kind of, you know, we were bumping elbows for about five minutes in the kitchen and then we just, it just flowed. We, uh, we just started working together. And you and, guys obviously clicked right. that too. I mean, yeah. just as, as far as kindred spirits, I mean, right. you're both doing what you do best yep. 
to help everybody else. And I know frustrating because you wanted to help people and do some of the physical stuff right. to help. But, well, if, I, but if I hadn't been sick, I would have been out, you know, yeah. ripping out drywall and carpet and helping everybody. But, you exactly. know, things I, th- I really think things happen for, for a reason. reason. And so, <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, right. Now, I have to ask you because kind of kind of shifting gears just a little bit, how I how I found you. Um, was because of the the video. The, I think it was a Facebook Live that you were doing, or was it just a video that you posted? Um, and I this did, was, I did. I've done quite a. I've kind of been documenting the whole thing since this one it was happened. pretty emotional. Okay, you had just been down, and I think you were either at was it, was it King Lake. Was yeah, it King okay. Lake. Was I sitting in my truck? Yes, you were. Yeah, that was that was a that was an emotional day for me um, personally. Um, just just to see, you know, and we had. You know, Carrie had been feeding people a week longer than I had. What but got just, you to King Lake? Well, that was who. That's a lot of the people that were being fed at the church in in Waterloo were from King Lake, and so uh, we knew the conditions because they told us the conditions, but right. we didn't. We hadn't seen them firsthand. We'd been feeding these people. And we could see that you know they had no way of taking showers. They right. had no way to wash their hands, and we we had experienced and seen all of this. You know there but when we actually went into king lake um did you go there because like were there people that couldn't make it into the church well we were feeding a lot of those folks from king lake when we were first down there that first week in ground zero those yeah. are the folks that were hiking in to eat that we okay. were feeding you know several so times they were a traveling day. a long way on foot yeah just to, to eat get in, in our kitchen eat. at the yeah. church I mean, they were, because we were, they the were only using thing there. energy just to go exactly. get a meal you know right and wow. so um, and, so we and, knew that the situation there was bad. We'd heard about yeah. you know, lack of power, lack of water, lack of infrastructure, roads underwater still, people still. Trying and they're to just get needing their homes. to find meals. That's all they're. They're just that. Just the, the very essentials basic, of life is what they were needing. That's what you they know, needed. Everything from you know medicines to you yeah know, water uh, product, yeah. You know, hygiene products, cleaning supplies, food. Um, the church was things. supplying all of those. They were we were a full but distribution they had to come, center. They had to come to figure get out a way it. to get we it. We were at least in Ground there. Zero. If the if the Christian Church of Waterloo hadn't been there, I think what people don't understand is flood victims can't come to your church to pick those buckets up that you're doing. Your hearts are all in the right so place. So it's like you put everything yeah. in one place, then you need a whole another group of right, people to, to take it out it. to the flood zone where people actually are. We were we were really yeah. fortunate in that we were a distribution center and a kitchen mm-hmm. right in Ground Zero. Because people could walk to us if mm-hmm. they needed something. And it was an emergency. It was us. an emergency um, one-stop shop. I mean, it mm-hmm. really and truly Pretty was. Much. You could get clothing. Um, you know, like I said, hygiene products, cleaning products, medicines, food, canned goods, everything. It was. It was neat to see. You know, and I it just. I, I knew I was in the right place. I. I just. Yeah. I'm like here. You know, there's. This is. This is a miracle. This is what. This is what flyover states are about. You know, people are really band together because. I mean. I, I have friends who live on the coast and you know they might have there might have been oh world news tonight there's a big flood in Nebraska yeah, and other news story right. over seriously right. it would yeah. be like four story or five over. stories in and it was like a one minute package it would show a, thir- a three second video of, of the Less. bridge floating away and right. then it would show something else and it was like yeah. whatever like, right. but, and, then they, and then and, and other news yeah exactly and the, until the, thing the that vice they, president came until the vice president and then it came. was mainstream oh. news yeah. oh, and he had, wasn't there very long no he wasn't right but that's that's the thing they didn't show on the news and they still to as far as i've seen they haven't shown on the news what you saw when you went there when you went to where the people yeah you know i mean and i i mean i don't want to get too deep in any anything but i you know i i don't know if news ever always wants to really really get deep into what's Mm -hmm. actually happening it's they're they're on a limited time frame and um some people just don't want to see it, well, you know. And, well, they need to, unfortunately. I mean, they yeah. really do. And that's why, I, like, when you got there, 
what what did you see? I mean, is what did you see when you drove in and when you were dealing? And well, who, what I, did you I hear? I think we need to back up just a little bit because we ended up working and pairing up together, and a thousand meals in the church became. 2000 meals mm-hmm. that next week. So he and I met, he came to the church that Sunday, that next Monday, he and I were working in that little church kitchen with that little stove mm-hmm. and we prepped and produced enough food to probably feed about 400 people in a few in, hours, in you a know, few hours. Yeah. And that was where we were. So that's we, where the kitchen magic, I think started happening. <laughs> right. Right. So that's, we were like, Whoa, you know, your way around a kitchen. I actually have a culinary arts background. Okay. So I did some, let alone the farm and stuff. Right. So <laughs> the farm, so the, the big, sweet yeah. Asian sauce at pepper Jack's grill is a sauce that I formulated for their restaurants. What? Oh, so, yeah. hold on. Hold on. Stop. There's a, a rock star in the room. I love that. <laughs> yeah. That's so that's list. formulated. She is in, a rock star. It's, it's formulated in a plant outside of Denver. Um, the owner used to live in my neighborhood in Candlewood, and that's how we met. And then that work led stuff. to some contract work with an executive <laughs> chef from Darden. So I wrote recipes for Gerdelli and all that way before my divorce. And then I ended uh-huh. up going back to marketing after I got divorced and all that's history. But there's just magic that happens, I think, when we're in the kitchen together because yeah. he, we can look at something and say, okay, let's do meatloaf. Mm-hmm. I'll do this, I'll do that, and let's get together in like 10 minutes and let's start building it out. Mm-hmm. And so we get our builds done and, and my volunteers who have been working with me in the kitchen at the church at that point were just backing away going, well, just watch us work. <laughs> get out of their way. They're like, yeah. wow, there's like smoke coming off your fingers while you're in this kitchen. It's amazing to watch you guys work. And there was just like this magic that was going on where we realized yeah. that if the two of us put our hearts and souls into something, we could we could mass produce ready mm-hmm. to heat and serve meals for people and, and get more more meals out. And for me, that was just like, wow, this is great because I mm-hmm. have that partner now that we can kind of launch that. And so we started that following week um, doing more meals together. He got the reefer truck for all the groceries that we were getting because they just kept coming in. Um, we were looking for a larger kitchen space. We landed in a space that didn't work out. Um, and then in two weeks, fast forward another week, so we were three weeks into this story, mm-hmm. um, we had decided that the, the Christian Church of Waterloo is moving into phase two where they're less of a distribution center, but they're more health and mental health focused. Mm-hmm. Um, what people don't realize is that there's a lot of suicide that follows a natural disaster like what we've seen, and that's already starting to happen. Mm-hmm. And the Christian Church of Waterloo really feels that there is a directive that the church needs to take some 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 um, forward thinking. They need to and, be proactive. They, and being and proactive. Be, be ready yes. for it. Yes. And be ready for it. They mm-hmm. actually had a disaster relief team in from the Carolinas that helped with Hurricane Harvey in wow. a few weeks ago, and they were trying to get them prepared for, you know, here's the things that you're going to start seeing from a mental health perspective. It is. It's the initial shock. And yeah. then it's then it's trying to wrap your head around what you saw, and then it's the realization. Yeah, it sinks yes. in. Yeah, where it's just overwhelming. So we said the pastor and his wife and the, all of us that were in Ground Zero that week, we said that we were witnessing the stages of grief as yeah. we were seeing people come in from this disaster, and so they're moving into that. So what that meant for us in the kitchen operations side is that we were growing well beyond the size of that kitchen. Mm-hmm. And we knew that we needed to start taking meals more out into the ground where we needed to be most needed and where we knew we could be better served. Mm-hmm. And we could serve people in the community and make sure we were getting, you know, meeting that food insufficiency need. And so we talked to people at King Lake because they were coming in to eat with us. And we made that our first real strong directive to go out and start feeding people. So we made 200 box lunches and you can see that on our page. Um, Kips, what is the name of your page too, by the way? It's um, Boots on the Ground Meals and we have a Facebook page. We don't have a website yet because we haven't had time. This is literally like three weeks in and <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. I'm trying well, to... Well, you never know. There may be somebody that hears this that says, 
I can do website design. Oh, I have a lot of friends in the marketing yeah. industry. I just haven't they, even had a chance have to they, make the anybody, phone calls. <laughs> yet. That's what I'm wondering though. Has anybody reached out to you? You know, and oh, said, yeah, hey, I have all these okay. friends. They're like, you know, I can that's help you with all that. That's great. But don't be surprised. I you mean, know, I'm running yeah. 105 miles an hour, same as he is. So, <laughs> right. you know, just trying to keep up. But we were able to um, really, I think, see the food insufficiency that we would had heard about mm-hmm. when we were there on Sunday last weekend. And what we witnessed, I think, was just soul-stirring stuff. I mean, children who hadn't eaten in two days and people taking our meals, strapping them onto ATVs and driving them back into where their homes were. And he had kind of left me, um, Kip and our partner, Jeff, um, had we had kind of set me up where the volunteer Omaha Rapid Response was out. And so I had set up some tables with the lunches there. And then they had actually filled up his catering truck or his catering van, and they were going door to door to deliver meals to people. This is crazy to me that, and you know, I've read a lot of stories, follow the stuff on social media to think that, that it's still going on on some level, just 20 miles from where we are right now. And people I think have nationally obviously have don't know that, but even people here locally don't know that. That's it. That's unbelievable. Just, just down the road, just down the road. Like literally just down the road. Our immediate neighbors. Yeah. 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 A food insufficient for more than 24 hours. And I think hours. a lot of people, too, in Omaha, and you may have run across it, too, that they don't know how they can help. You know, like yeah. they have their full-time jobs. They've got their kids. They've got, they're trying to figure out a way that they can do something. And maybe it's not a donation, monetary donation. Maybe they don't have the means. You know, they want right. to still do something. There's a lot of guilt. Um that, that survivor's guilt, you might call it, kind of thing that, that some of the people feel because. Oh, yeah, we feel that, don't we? You know? <laughs> but you guys, you guys are, you've got your hands in it, you know, and, and yeah. thank God you do. I mean, and I, you know? I can relate to that because, you know, when we were, we were out in King Lake and we we're distributing meals, you know, there's good people that live out there and they're working hard to try and get their homes into, you know, a livable condition. But, the, you know, the odds are against them. They really and truly were. Um, and, and I, I, I had never witnessed anything like that in my life to where, you know, I mean, it's, it's a, it's a humbling experience to walk around a neighborhood that's five miles away from my house mm. and see people. They don't have power. They don't have refrigeration. They don't have clean water. They don't, they don't have, have running water. They don't have roads. Right. Roads. I mean, it, so that that was just mm. it. Really sunk in for me, and I and I I felt like there's a need. You know, there's a need for people to know about it. If, if somebody wants to know, I, I'll tell them the story. Mm-hmm. You know, and so I I always uh I we just finished up that day, and I just I felt the the need to. You know, to let people know, and so I sat in my truck and I did a Facebook Live video, and it was emotional. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, it was a, it was an, it was just, just nothing I'd ever experienced before. I've vacationed to Mexico before and mm-hmm. been to resorts, and I've also, you know, gotten into where, you know, the Mexican community lives, and and then I've seen, you know what it truly is like to live in a third world country. And I've seen that before. And, and the conditions out at King Lake, they they made, you know, that part of Mexico that I've been to, they made it look pretty nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and and, I, and I'm not trying to offend anybody, but that's just the reality of the situation. I mean, right. there's there's mud and there's muck and there's there's no way for anybody to get clean. And it, it was it was it was just frustrating. But, you know, I could see the spirits, you know, people were still, you know, they have hope and they they really and truly, you know, I'm some people are like, hey, why are you walking up to my house? And I'm like, I'm just here to give you a lunch, yeah. you know, and then you kind of see you. their mood change on their face. Yeah. And they're like, like, what? like, what do you have? And I'm like, we have roast beef, we have hammer, we have turkey. Yeah. And they were like, oh, OK, well, I, I, you know, beggars can't be choosers. So give me whatever you want. And yeah. I'm like, you want two of them, you know, you want um, one for later. And so yeah. we, we had kind of seen that. And in, in, in it's 
that's that's why we did it you know yeah. i i want people to know that hey there's people who care about you there's people who want to try and help you and i'm one of them mm-hmm. and that's why i'm here i there's no other there's no other reason for me to be here besides mm-hmm. i i want you right. to know i care about no you. ulterior motive right this exactly. is strictly to help you well, so and it's ours to give right i mean all yeah. the food that we've had and received up to this point has been freely given mm-hmm. right so it, it's ours to give it's it's it costs us nothing they, to give it to and them and you guys have been good stewards of it also because you've taken what was given to you and made the most you possibly yeah. could we've of really it. tried very fortunate yeah, we that we're to, able to really do that. eliminate waste and to utilize everything that's yeah. been given to us to the best possible so ability where are you guys at now as far as facilities anything like that are you still in need yeah, or we, we are um mm-hmm. and i'm it's we're at a church in elkhorn right now and there's some there's some concerns with just the logistics of things so i'm I, i'm not going to specify what church we're at but we're at a church who is amazing and there's like a daycare facility within and mm-hmm. um something we kind of experienced with the with the uh, the first kitchen that we were going that we were going to be working out of um was the overwhelming amount of people who want to help us and you know as a as a you know a business owner operator um, I'm pretty good at managing people and that's, logistics that's, that's and so on and so forth. That's another skill that is fortunate, yeah. too. That's another skill both right. of you are bringing to But I've to never experienced anything like this before. And it, this is all on the fly. I mean, this yeah. is on the fly. I mean, and it's I, like we open the floodgates and it just it just comes. It's yeah. like we're just trying right. to catch it as it yeah. comes And so we want to be that's careful because, awesome. you know, like I said, there's a daycare facility there and we don't want people walking around the building and everything else. So, right. so we're know. trying to figure out logistics. How do we still, you know, accept what the public has started and is growing but do it in a way where we can direct those donations and not disrupt mm-hmm. their daycare center mm-hmm. and the security issues with that. Exactly. And make sure that we're being respectful of all it, that. Exactly. And isn't it, and you do have to consider those things. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You have to the safety of children is, is definitely yeah, a, it's, a priority. It's, it, it is. It's dangerous to a degree because you never know. You right. You never know. You don't yes. want to take that. And I think, I think we're really close to being able to, to, to say who that church is and, you know, we'll, we'll Fair keep enough. in, in, yeah, let in us contact know. Watch with you guys page. and let you know. Yeah. Um, but we are home. I can tell you that we are home. Good. The amount of that, just the amount of support they have, and you know, like this week since my visit at King Lake, yeah. you know, when we were there, and just the emotions that were flowing, and you know, it's I've had a lot of friends who have taken their own lives. I, you know, I, I kind of did a tally the other night of everybody that I've known in my life, friends, just people I've known in general, and and suicide was the number one thing that has taken people's lives, mm-hmm. and so that's been weighing heavily on me. And then I, like I said, I grew up in Utah, and there was there's a, a guy who I went to school with. He had taken his life last weekend. And he was in a he was in an area where you know there was flood damage and um, see we're not hearing some of those stories. you don't hear about you don't hear about suicide. I think that's intentional, and I don't think you probably will. I don't think it's something yeah. that they're going to widely publicize. Yeah. Right, and it's I, yeah. I hope that at least the discussion starts so that people are aware. And, and paying attention to those that they know that are affected yeah. in particular because mm-hmm. it is something that's real and it's something that needs, you might just want to check. Just I think to, the alliances then, you know, of churches that are in Ground Zero, it yeah. is a priority for them. And, and those, they are and those churches are preparing like, for it. They're the hearts of those communities. They Very are, much. For no sure. doubt about Very it. Very much. The life yeah. blood, And so I had been, you know, that's okay. been weighing heavily on I me. Mean, I've been losing sleep about it. And, um, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> And um, so I, um, I talked to, to the people we've been working with at the church um, and I said, hey, you know, here's where my mind's at with things. And um, it's really, really concerning to me. And I know our primary objective is to give people meals. But at the same time, I think 
if we can get a team of people put together and when we're going out and distributing meals, let's just talk to people, mm-hmm. talk to them. We're not here to do a psychological evaluation or anything else, but you even can, if you had some guidelines from a professional that said, you know, right. maybe here's a checklist for you just to, just right. to kind of check in with people. Right. And, well, I think what we've found words. is just by reaching out to our, our partner, our mm-hmm. new faith based location, um, they have resources that we didn't mm-hmm. even know existed. And they have volunteers ready to step up. Um, the That's thing that great. we're most excited about is that we've now started paperwork to become a nonprofit. Nice. Um, so that any deduction that's being made to our organization will now be tax deductible. So we're really mm-hmm. excited about that. We've we've got it a lot just of, opens doors that exactly weren't open it, to it us does. before I mean, as a, a grassroots. Weeks ago, once you're organized, right, and it's not a matter of you know being a tax deduction. You know, it's like no, that's not what it's about. It's, no, it's, and it hasn't been it, about that. And, but and it it's hasn't. nice but to know being we have organized, that now. like you said, does open doors that you can't do as an individual. And to think three three four weeks ago, you would have no idea. I didn't no even know idea. him two weeks ago. Right? Yeah, it's crazy. Isn't that something? You know, I didn't. I didn't even plan it. I mean, none of this is planned. You know, I mean, it's just like oh, all of a sudden, like I have this new great friend who I really feel Carrie will be like lifelong friend of mine Same. and mm-hmm. um you know uh, and it's it's just it's just amazing that's one part that's that's just been rewarding for me in this whole process you know we and, also and have I, to be open to the opportunities you right, know what i mean right. and you're that kind of a person you're that kind of a person yeah. that you felt the calling and you went you know you just you did it yeah and, and, and did what you could when i was talking to the to the people who we've been working with at the church i kind of told her where my head was at and what's been going on and she looked at me and she was like well, what do you need me to do what do you want to do mm-hmm. i'm like well let's let's get a bunch of people together and let's go you know go back out in these communities and um, you know, let's just talk to them and give them meals. And she was like, how many people do you want? I'm like, as many as will go. She's like, do you want 300 people to show up? And I was like, well, <laughs> no. and she was like, cause that's, that's, that's what, what's going to happen. That's what's yeah. going to happen. Here. So she was like, give me a number. And I, you know, I, I said, you know what? I mean, 30, 30 people would be great. And she was like, done, you know, and they there put a go. sign up sheet and, you know, so, okay. If somebody wants to help you now, is there, are there special needs that you need to fill? Yes. Or is there a, a place they can go to see that? See something? Not yet. Okay. So we're working up. We're working right now on getting the sign up for the general public, um, as far as donations for the kitchen, as far as who our boots need to be on the ground. Mm-hmm. We're talking about establishing three sets of teams. Um, scouts that can go out ahead of the meals program. We're hearing about communities in Arlington, communities in Nickerson, Bellevue, yeah, more areas around Hamburg, Iowa. Yeah, that we haven't yeah. touched yet. We, we're having people reach out to us every day now on our social page that we need you here, and we want to start sending scouts out ahead of because he and I are really most needed in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. That's that's mm-hmm. where our strength is is getting that meal program going and getting those meals prepared and getting shots and kitchen crews franchising in. I mean it's like you know what I mean it's yeah. like you want to have a, a, a group that's down south you want to have a group that's and up there's north. a possibility a for that and probably a potential that's yeah. going to grow from that and so when we did our mark we did boots on the ground Nebraska operations but we may be Iowa operations we may be Missouri operations at some point we don't know yeah. what that plan is wherever that's, the lead take, uh, wherever the road takes road us, takes yeah. us yeah. we're going to be receptive to where we're needed and we're going to try okay. to meet that need so right now what we're trying to focus people on is we're trying to raise donations and money mm-hmm. to purchase a mobile food trailer. Mm-hmm. And we'd like to maybe have a fleet of those at some point where we can send people out with food that's coming from the kitchen into the field where they're needed to feed those victims who have been food insufficient, those children, those families, but also the volunteers who are there in the field because if we can keep the volunteers fed, they're going to keep coming and they're going to keep doing the work and they're really needed in what they're mm-hmm. doing right now. And I think... As soon as we get ready, we're going to have three sets of volunteers, the scouts. We're going to need boots, people out there who can 
deliver those meals in teams and then also a kitchen crew that can work with us and we've already had chefs call and contact us even as far as Lincoln nice you know we have Monday off we want to bring up our entire kitchen crew and we want to help you knock out meals for a thousand people nice Um, we we, right now to date we estimate we've served over 2,500 meals Mm -hmm. Um, we would like to be serving at least that much a week Mm -hmm. or more and it's I mean it's very possible with you know the resources that are available to us now and then now with our with our new home um, it's 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 pretty amazing and and, and I, we're just kind of I think getting started on what really this can turn into and you know we're just running with it and taking it to wherever awesome. wherever it takes us yeah, you know that's, that's so, so awesome. boots on the ground on Facebook yeah that's, so it's facebook.com boots on the ground meals make sure you put meals at the end of it there are other boots on the ground out there that are military affiliated organizations that's not us it's boots on the ground meals um just start following us, start sharing there. us. We're, start we're taking donations for that food trailer. We'd love to see one of those out um, in the zone as soon as That's possible. Great. Well, Carrie Messenger, Kip Otter. You guys are amazing. You are amazing. And your Thank stories you. are incredible. Look Thank what you. you've done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and now one, one thing I kind of want to add is, you yes. know, I, I'm incredibly grateful for everybody that I know that that's personally reached out to me to Same. say, hey, what can I do to help you guys? And, and you know, I, I really want everybody to be able to help. And I understand their desire and their want to help. Um, you know, but there's all, you know, logistically wise, it's it's tough. It's It's been tough for us, too, to try and, you know, so manage right. all of those yeah. things. And then, uh, you know, the other thing, the other concern is is, you know, when you're out there, there's unknown things. I was, when I was walking around, I, I, I live in Crocs, like 365. <laughs> I wear Crocs. I'm trying you know? to change that. Right. I'm trying but to get a I, pair I was of wearing, boots. I was wearing my, I mean, I have boots, but I, <laughs> I was wearing my Crocs when I was out there and I was just yeah. walking along and all of a sudden, Something went right through my foot, and uh, I was like, "Uh oh!" That's why they always tell shot people, time. right? Yeah. They always uh, you know. say, "Stay out of the floodwaters." Right, and and in, in cities in particular, you don't know if the manhole covers are gone. You don't know. Yeah. You, don't, you don't know. Yeah. Let's just, just just critters, like, chemicals, E. coli. E. coli from, I mean, just, well, and that's a major concern. So I think when we're getting ready, like I think what Kip's trying to say is that we don't want to send volunteers out and then be yeah. our boots yet until we have an ability to get everyone with their tetanus so shots, yeah. their yeah. hepatitis A shots. And I, you know, yeah. I don't like, I mean, Safety, it is, you training. know, yeah. and, and insurance is a big deal. Well, you know, somebody falls down and breaks their leg and you know, then I, I have liability there. And as much as I want to be like, Hey, everybody come, yeah. you know, like no, that's a real thing. It, it no. is a real yeah. thing. There are that, rules you know, and regulations. So we're trying to get organized. We're trying to get some volunteer trainings for okay. those different groups that we want to mm-hmm. have out. And we want to make sure everyone's getting their shots and, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. They have safety kits with them when they're out there. And that's um, one thing the church just said to safe. us, you know, like, hey, we have an umbrella here that can protect, you know, the volunteers that we come up with. Yeah. And so, I mean, for, uh, for you know, as much as I want every single person that, that wants to help me, I want them to help me. I also have to pass off some of these these duties to people who are willing and they're organized. They have all of these things in place. Yeah. And it's just something I'd, I, I can focus my efforts on what I really need and what is priority for us right, right now. And that is making sure we're getting meals out there and we're, we're covering as much ground as possible. Yeah. And, and, you know, we haven't been able to cover the ground that we that our hearts want us to be able to cover and now with our with our partnership there um that's going to be able to happen and they're like willing to take that over like we'll get all the people together you know so part of an alliance of other large churches in the area right and it just it just takes weight off of our shoulders and be able to do what we want to do you know so again i don't want i you know i I love all my friends patience follow on facebook start there right everybody out there you'll have a chance we'll put out some calls for things the kitchen's going to need then we'll give you an opportunity to make those drop-offs but just be watching our page everyone has a role to play we appreciate everything that's come our way so far i mean 
the public is the the RG has been amazing. You guys have filled an entire reefer truck full of groceries yeah. one drop at a time. Mm-hmm. Um, this program been, wouldn't be here right now if it wasn't for everyone's support. Yeah, there's Absolutely. no way we could have just done this on our own. It was it wasn't even us. We're well, just kind I'm just of the, glad you could tell your story, and I'm glad you took the time to do it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, thank I know you so you've much for having us. Absolutely. This has been awesome. No. This is uh, part two. Yeah. of a great story. And so yeah. uh, I appreciate you guys coming up and sharing everything. And, uh, and we want to keep in touch with you guys. If there's yeah. anything we can do for I, you. I mean, I think there's there's, there's, there's going to be a lot more to tell okay. here, I think. And I mean, make sure you tag us on Facebook if anything goes on, you know, like yeah. the weekend or whatever. Just, just tag we'll us repost. on Facebook. Okay. Yeah, we'll yeah. post it. Yeah. Great. We'll okay. We'd love it. to have you guys even maybe come out and see us in action sure. and see our crew. I was abs- actually baptized in the... Um, the Christian Church, Church of Christ in Waterloo. Really? Yeah. That's so awesome. I, I haven't been back for a very, very long time. So I'd love to come out there. Yeah. yeah I'm awesome. sure they'd love to see you. Thank yeah. you, guys. Thanks, guys. Yeah, you thanks, guys. thanks for being on our podcast. Uh, you bet. Pat and JT Podcast. A Parkville Media Production.